right? Hello, mate, you right? Not bad. Not bad at all. Can't complain. Got my coffee. So I'm all good. Yeah. Same here. You might hear a bit of chinking from the spoon, but... <coughs> Fucking choking here. <coughs> what do you want, it? You want to breathe it in? I've been playing a lot of Minecraft, mate, at the moment. That, uh, You've been playing Minecraft? Yeah, yeah. I've, like, um, so I used to really um, be into it. Like, like bad. I was, I was into it. When, you know when you're hooked on something? Well, this was next level back in the day on Xbox 360 and Xbox One and stuff. So, but um, I've been playing with my mate Cav, and to be honest, you mate, it's I don't know what it is. Like, um, it's just really calming and building. And I was always into Lego as a kid, and I think uh, it sounds <clears> so pathetic when you say it out loud like saying adults play Minecraft but I fucking love it I was it. really into Lego no it is like honestly like do you know what like just building stuff in your spare time just relaxing I just find it really like I don't do it with anyone I just do it with myself I'm just like I tell you what it really like helps clear my mind I don't know what it is like it's really nice so what are you building in the minute um <laughs> I'm building <laughs> a life or? I'm building an animal <laughs> pen Right. Sorry, mate. I'm just getting a call. Got to go. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, that. Building an animal pen. An animal pen, yeah. Right. It's uh, got foxes in it at the moment. Well, so do you make the animals out of... No, you capture them. Out of, like, bricks. You capture them, you capture torture them. That sounds nice. You do, you do capture them, though. You do capture nice. them. Yeah. I've never really tried my... I mean, I've played it once and I couldn't really get into it. It just felt a little bit... And I'm not judging it at all, but I think it just felt a little bit kiddie. Maybe that's why I couldn't get into it. I don't know. But I mean, I know loads of adults that play it. I was saying to you, I saw a grown a grown woman on the train and she was building like a giant pyramid on Minecraft on a tablet. And I was watching her play that like a, like a weirdo. Cause I, you know, I'm just nosy, but... And you're asking about all the facts and stuff. <clears throat> it's like... I get the appeal, because it's basically, like you say, it's, it's like Lego, isn't it? The virtual. If you well, like there's, a lot, there's a lot to it. It's like... Um, <laughs> well, it's not really, I suppose. The core principle is that you build whatever you want, get resources from the from the earth. <clears throat> no, there, there is loads to it. I mean, you, you can build and... Some people, like, you can actually build, like, and then mechanical machines and stuff in there, like, actually build it with electricity and stuff. Yeah, no, I've seen a few of them, like, big projects. Like, I think someone built, like, a giant transformer that walked and stuff. Someone built, like, um, like, Minas Tirith and all that, and uh, someone built, like, someone's built Britain on there. When I say I'm relaxing and spending my time on it, I am. But there are people who live their lives on this sort of thing. So what's your best creation then? Creation. Uh, there's a there's a museum I built, which I'm quite happy about. It's like um, it holds all the items in the game, and it's like on, on in one of the main rooms is like a world map. But so if you're not aware, like to explore the map, you have to explore every corner of the map and stuff. And obviously they became um, almost like endless. But when I first started, the maps weren't endless. It was literally a square that you like one one world square so you could populate it but yeah it's got like a, a map room stuff mm. i don't know sounds pretty it's pretty weird like I, I get lost in it sam i get lost in it walking around like whoa man i've made all this and it's yeah. that's the, sorry mate i asked for your best item <laughs> not, not your shittest no, 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 no. but <laughs> no, i'm joking i'm joking but it's good I, I, honestly there's, there's something about it and the music's perfect for it it's like really just can't I think that's what it is like I think it is I like building stuff always have like building stuff and I think this appeals to me because I like gaming as well and I've got like a this is the only time I feel like I've got a little bit of OCD where it goes like if if there's nothing if there's like details missing I'm like right I need to finish that create a mental tick list in my head start doing it it, it just it just gets like my, my the brain juices flowing uh, oh, I can get that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty popular. And when you see something pretty that you've popular. built and you stand back and you think, "Fucking hell, I've built that." It's quality, like Sauron's Tower. I built that. It's pretty cool. Quality, mate. Like I said, I've, I've never really played it properly, so I might have to give it a go. That's what I've been. I've been, uh, I've been playing a game called The Forest. 
Joe, you know that's got. You've mentioned this to me about three or four times, and I still don't remember. Mate, what it's it good. Well. It's good. It's good. So it's like the Blair Witch Project meets Minecraft meets Cannibal Holocaust. Right. So basically, you're on like a you're on a plane and you're with your little son Timmy. Timmy. Of course, that's his name. Timmy. Timmer. <laughs> so. You with your son on the plane, the plane crashes, and uh, when you you know when you wake up when you come to, you see your son getting dragged off by some like tribesman, and you look around and everyone's dead, and you basically got to try and survive on this island in the middle of nowhere, and find your son, but it's so detailed because there's even things like you can get fat. You need to drink, you need to eat, you can suffocate, you can get cold and get hypothermia. Like It's really, really detailed. So the, the, the main point of the game is to find your son. But a lot of people just use it as like a like a Minecraft simulator kind of thing. Because the, the amount of building you can do is so detailed. Yeah. So you can you can build everything from a little, like a, a hut made out of leaves to like a, a bloody treehouse with a zip line to like mechanics with traps and stuff to catch the cannibals and stuff and that's the thing it's it's a horror game as well because whilst you're trying to survive you know it, it will swap to night time a storm will come out and there'll be like tribes of cannibals trying to hunt you and every now and again you'll come across like some mutilated corpse of a plane survivor <laughs> but it's decent it's actually really decent so once you die that's it you start again is it the xbox uh, yeah, probably. I think it is. Yeah, but I picked it up pretty cheap on the PS PSN store. It's like seven ninety nine. It's pretty good. And at the minute, I'm just going around. I'm just building. Um, like I'm building my base and just going off. I keep. I'm slowly making. I'm. Well, I'm slowly getting more confidence. So I'm slowly making my way towards the cannibal camps, and I snuck into one yesterday and I robbed all that shit. They had all these crates that they'd obviously looted off the plane. And I snuck in, stole loads of supplies, and then about 20 of them chased me <laughs> through the woods. <laughs> but it's decent, mate, because it's, tell you what, it's bloody freaky as well, but it's uh, decent. It's that sort of thing, like, um, I think you know if you're into a game or not, because you just get, your mind just settles down. You sort of, you're into it, well, and, and all of a sudden hours become minutes. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I forget sometimes that it's a bloody horror game because I'll be sitting in the woods chopping away at trees, you know, I'll be making a hut and all of a sudden I'll hear this, like, coming from the woods and there's bloody cannibals running after me and I I completely forgot I'm trying to survive here. It's pretty relaxing. I suppose that's the appeal of Minecraft, isn't it? It's quite relaxing just creating stuff. I think at the time... I don't think it's quite as detailed as Minecraft. Well, well, the guy who made it is... A multi-billionaire, and he he's sold it, and it was like at the height of its. I mean, this is before all these battle royale games. This is before Fortnite and PUBG and all that. But Minecraft was yeah. a massive thing, like massive. It still is, didn't it? That's the thing. It still is. It survived a bit. Well, it's like um, governments used it for when. Um, this is going to sound stupid, but they did. Some, there's loads of new news articles on it, but. Where when there was like um, damaged areas through like um, <coughs> hurricanes and stuff like that or tornadoes, they they used Minecraft to regenerate what the neighbourhood would look like after reconstruction and stuff. Oh really? Yeah, it's just bizarre, bizarre. I didn't know that. It's pretty cool. But as long as you're into it, I think that's the thing. Like you can lose yourself in these games. I mean, even that little DS, like even the Pokemon games we used to play and stuff. It, I was on there. Oh, like, that's so good. For hours and hours, and I could tell you, like the days flew. The days flew. Like, um, well, that's the thing. Time goes so quick when you're playing games. Well, it does as well. It, like yesterday, I was on it for quite a bit. And I was like, I can't believe it's two o'clock, and I can't believe it's five o'clock, and all that. It's just it was mental. And before you know, it, the day's gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I mean, we've got a group of us, haven't we, that play Call of Duty, and three, four hours can pass in that game. Easy, and it feels like it's been ten minutes, and you've been sitting there for four hours. That's the thing, I mean, mate. That's that time goes really quick. That's the only downside, because I feel like some days I'm like, one, one I convince myself that I enjoy it, so I I do it, 
never half is that actually I could probably be doing a lot more productive things with my life to improve my position. <laughs> well, yeah, I get that. I get that. But if you enjoy it, mate, I don't know. you got to find that balance, isn't you? That's the battle, isn't it? That's the battle. Getting off your yeah. ass when, you, when it's important, but relaxing when you need to. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah, been playing the forest, and then last night we were watching, well, we finished a series called White Lines on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, so you talk decent. about it in poker. I was like, I don't know. I'm done. I listen to the spoilers just in case I'm getting into it. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, I don't know if it's your cup of tea. I don't know. It's. It might be. It might be. It's a bit like. I mean, I, I obviously I won't spoil it, but basically, it's set in Ibiza, and some girl, her brother dies. Uh, sorry, they found their brother's body. Because mm. um, he was missing twenty years ago, and the whole thing's about she travels out from Manchester to Ibiza. To find out what happened to her brother and who killed him and uncovers loads of stuff. It's good. I mean, I wouldn't say it's incredible. The problem with Netflix is they churn out so much stuff. It's really hard to find something. They've got some good stuff. Well, they've got a lot of good stuff on there, but they've also got a lot of shit. And they churn out so much stuff, you know, it's hard to find something that's actually watchable. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, I have to admit, I haven't watched a Netflix series for ages. I think the, the last one I actually churned out from start to finish was that Castlevania we talked about ages ago but yeah, good. other than that it's just like the odd episode here and there go to <clears> Rigmore, <throat> you go to South Park go to like loads of stuff like murder documentaries yeah I'd say the series on there are better than the films because the films I mean I've watched some real shits on Netflix like there's some films I've seen I wouldn't even give one star <laughs> not <laughs> not in my review matters but well, no, it does. The thing, like, um, the view of, like, I mean, we're not like critics, right? We don't, we're not looking at the, I mean, actually, I, I, do, I do tend to look at the acting and stuff, but we're not critics. We don't do it as a job. We, like, our opinions matter more than the critics do. Like, I don't know how you get that job, to be honest. Getting a film critic, it must be, I don't know. I think I think the best job's got to be a food critic, isn't it? That's a dream job. Is this, were you talking about high-end restaurants? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Just, just getting free food. Oh, they call it food critic, mate. That's a dream. Well, if the food's good, obviously. What do you reckon the easiest job in the world is to do? Like, what do you reckon? The, do you reckon someone gets paid like for the, for the amount you get Steve's paid? Steve's job. Yeah, fucking hell. No, I mean, I don't know. Uh, easiest job. like the easiest job, like compared to the salary. Like, you find like so. A lot of council jobs are quite hard, aren't they? Like it's like labour, yeah, it's are. like cleaning, it's like bin, all that sort of stuff, right? All jokes aside, yeah, you see how stressful it is collecting bins in the morning. They're sprinting down the road, like oh! that's what I'm saying. Like, like and, that's stressful. And I'm, I'm one of those people who, when I put put stuff in the bin, it's definitely not, like, in the categories it's meant to be. It's just I'm. Are you one of those pricks, are you? Well, no. I mean, I don't have the option. I haven't got any bins. I don't have any bins where I live. I have to put it in bin bags and throw it into the industrial bins underground. Um, so I can't mix it in my flat. I mean, the flat will stink otherwise. But um, Oh, I thought you meant you were someone that like intentionally put like recyclables in the main bin or something like that. Oh, no, nothing like that. But, um, but I do tend to get rid of like larger items that are definitely not made for the bin, like cabinets and stuff. He's <laughs> chucking a bush. <laughs> my... Uh, where I used to live in my my very first house growing up, my um I remember when my when my parents were together, um I remember my mum. There used to be a wood at the back of the house, and every time they didn't want something, they just bury it in the woods. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I remember there was this orange sofa they put at the back of the house, behind the fence, which is just sitting there in this wood. And as I was growing up, as I got older, like you're talking like years, five, five ten years, the sofa was just it was still there, but it was just rotting, and things lived in it, and it was just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, they used to, they used to really, they were fucking flighted, but it was my parents. Maybe <laughs> the shame. No, I mean, well, to be honest, with you, they didn't need to flight it. They just had to go to the back of the garden, throw over the fence, and it was in the woods. Bloody hell! Which woods was that? So it doesn't exist anymore. It's now a housing estate, but it's um, oh, okay. 
but when I was a kid, we used to jump over the fence and explore the woods, and there used to be hedgehogs and stuff. But um, that's this is where all of the cut grass from our garden went as well. It went over the back of the fence, and it made uh, they, they made just homes for hedgehogs, which actually ended up so they ended up getting homes for hedgehogs. But obviously, they were just getting rid of grass and stuff and throwing it over the back of the fence. I suppose it's back to nature. Grass is fine. Yeah, grass. sofas not really. <laughs> yeah, sofas bit of a step too far that it's biodegradable but we used to go uh, hunting not hunting but that's what we called it as kids go around the hunting the, you know like you get sticks and hunting squirrels old old bits of plant you're sort of whacking stinging nails making a path for your mates through the woods and stuff and uh yeah I just remember them um one day because we used to do it all the time and uh, one day when we went around there, there was like a massive patch of woodland that had been taken down. It was like getting just bark on the wall over the ground. And that's when I knew something was up. I was like, oh my God, like the trees are gone. And it's like, uh, I was like uh, soon after that, obviously the housing estate came up and um, it's in the old town actually. It's a little road, but it seemed right. massive, the woodland. It probably was quite big, but as a kid, you don't really have any clue about maps or anything. So you don't know how big it is, but it was enough for kids to wander around in, you know. Talking of woods, did I tell you about the time where the like the uh, armed police got phoned on us when I was in the woods playing with a BB gun? <laughs> no. Christ. You didn't know about this? No, 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 no. I'll tell you this. I'm trying to think how old I was. I would have been, I think I was maybe 14. And we were mucking about in the woods. So there's someone in our group that was a bit older and they got hold of some... BB guns, and if people don't know what a BB gun is, it's basically, it's like an air gun, but it's nowhere near as powerful, but it fires out like a little ball bearing. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it bloody hurts if you get hit with it. Yeah, I shot not brother like, with one. It's not, <laughs> yeah, not bad. it's not going to do any serious damage. Um, anyway, we got hold of a few, and we were mucking around in the woods, like shooting each other, and like, just having like a little pretend fight, whatever. All of a sudden, these bloody sirens. Someone called the armed police because they thought there was people holding guns at each other in the woods. <laughs> like some sort of Mexican Seriously. standoff of Stevenage. Seriously. Seriously, as soon as the police got there, they obviously knew straight away that we were just kids and they won't pretend, but they they took the guns off us and we got a slap on the wrist. But That's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't why, can't, why can't they have, let you have BB guns? Well, because you're not supposed to have them in public, I don't think. Because they're kind of like a weapon, aren't they? Cause I think some people kill birds with them and stuff. But if you can sell them... Mate, I've not got a clue. Fucking... Oh, well, you, I think you're supposed to be over 18, aren't you, anyway? I think. To buy a BB gun. Maybe that's why. Oh, mate, they could have been lying. They could have been lying. I think they were lying. We could have got robbed. Probably... We could have got robbed by some people in fancy dress. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Fuck. I mean, no disrespect but, uh, to the police, but I've never had a good... You know, I'm not got a good one to say about them, really. <laughs> There must be some good policemen out there. There must be. But, I mean, like, I've only ever been... I've been pulled over once by a policeman. I, uh, it's because it's I had the light out. <coughs> I didn't know. He was he was a dick. He was just a dick. I had, Yeah, I mean, I had one fucking arsehole when I was about 17, drinking, walking around the streets and stuff with my mates. Oh, I remember that. And, uh, yeah. I'd, I remember I, that. That's I, that I wasn't doing any harm or anything. No one was being leery or anything like that. And uh, he asked for ID, and we obviously didn't have ID because we were underage, and he... Fucking got all Larry, didn't he? Asked him to pull my drink out. And obviously I'm not going to stop. But he was an arsehole. Again, an arsehole. I mean, it, the thing is, right, the job must be shit, right? But police, I reckon, like I said, there are some good ones, but I reckon for the most part, they probably are, they don't really understand that most of us are normal people. Like these people giving out fines this COVID stuff, that must be a shit job, right? Because you're looking at these people who are not doing anything wrong. Like, I mean, when I say they're not doing anything wrong, laying on the grass, seeing family, having a barbecue, kicking the football around, these are things we should be enjoying, right? And it's, I get it's hard for people not to follow the rules and stuff, but fucking, it must be shit because you know that these people are doing nothing wrong in life. Yeah, you got to tell them off of, for what? You know. It must be... There definitely must be some parts of it that are a hard job. 100%. I, I get a feeling... I think, I think we've got to be careful what we say. Why? <laughs> but I think some I think some of them are definitely... 
I think some of them are definitely a bit power hungry. Like, I don't think you get into that necessarily unless there's an element of you where you want a bit of power. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I will say actually, like, I did have one good experience with them. So I had, um, when I, I had a car crash, right? And it lasts, I was 20, I think. 20, maybe maybe 19. And um, some woman hit the side of me, went over a fucking basically over the roundabout and hit the side, the side of me and behind her was a policeman right and it was an, <laughs> What's the, how unlucky is she well literally like um, she, she came over like an island to get to where I was so she clearly was yeah in the I know the roundabout was mental yeah yeah and um, and the policeman was like completely calm with me and all that and he said oh don't worry mate look we weren't any, going anywhere important we were going off to see how this homeless guy's getting on and all that and it's just like you know this guy was really nice to me and um so they're not all like that and a hundred percent hundred percent mate yeah there, there are decent people out there it's just a few and far between unfortunately it must be a hor- exactly i mean i get bad days on the job sitting at my desk so i mean you imagine when someone when you start the day and someone's giving you lip all the time and calling you shit names and it must be horrible but at the same time yeah. there are people who bend the rules a lot like there are people who try and yeah there are yeah so definitely are definitely are mate oh well 100%. so mention really quickly because mm. we had such a good reception you know to a uh, keyword countdown and some of the the various chart topping games we played in in series one I prepared a little mini quiz for you mate I, I know you're into animals. So if you're interested... Yeah, man. You know me. I love data. I've got a mini quiz for you. Yeah, yeah. I want to see how you get on. All right. Let's test your knowledge. You put me on the spot here, Sam. Yeah, I know. I, did. I put you on the spot on purpose, mate. Now, some of these facts are very weird, but they're funny. I think so. All right. And, all right, so we'll start off him. Right. So, you know who Charles Darwin is, don't you? Obviously you do. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, did you know... He had a pet tortoise that he rescued from an island. Where did he rescue it? He adopted it whilst he was doing his research. And that tortoise lived to 176 years old. Did you know that? No. Right. So, bear in mind the tortoise was 176 years old. What year did that tortoise die? Was it A, 2006? B, 1976 or C 1946 so which year did Charles Darwin's pet tortoise die 2006 1976 or 1946 pet tortoise I ain't got a clue mate um, you got five seconds no I'm joking <laughs> I ain't got a clue I mean what type of tortoise is it is it Galapagos yeah it's one of the large ones yeah, yeah. giant tortoise from the Galapagos Islands okay so uh, I mean, I read about one. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Charles Darwin's. I think he, but it was um, one called Lonesome George, and it died. And it was the last one of its species, but it's, I don't think it's that one. Oh wow! Um, I'm gonna say 2006. It was mate. It's 2006, 14 years ago, which is pretty mental. Pretty mental. But yeah, 176 years old. Apparently, he out the tortoise. So after Charles Darwin died, the tortoise was adopted by someone else. And the tortoise outlived that person by 124 years. <laughs> Jesus. Mental, isn't it? Next question. A prawn's heart is located in its A. Head. B. Tail. C. Anus. No, I think it's its head, isn't it? It is. Straight, you're straight out of the park with that one, mate. Well, um, All right. They're getting harder, mate. Just to warn you, they're getting harder now. That one was right. hard enough. The closest living relative to a Tyrannosaurus Rex currently... Fuck, I know this. ...is I've... A, a Komodo dragon. No, it's not that. B, a chicken. Or C, an ostrich. It's a chicken, isn't it? It is a chicken. It is a chicken. That's pretty mad, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's bird, isn't it? Birds. Well, this is it, mate. Okay. So, talking about T-Rexes sharing DNA with chickens. Humans share what percentage of DNA with a banana? A. 0%. B. 25%. 
or C, 50%. Humans share what, what percentage of DNA with a banana? I've heard this question before, I don't remember the answer. I'm going to say 50%. It is, mate. Human beings share 50% of DNA with a banana, which is pretty mental. Yeah. Apparently, 70% with a slug. Yeah. There you go. All right. Octopuses have how many hearts? Five, one, or three? I don't know. I'm going to say one. They have three hearts. They have three they hearts. Have one heart, they have one heart that pumps blood around the body, and then... Another heart of each each side of the gills on their body. Bloody hell. They have three. Now, talking about numbered parts. Kangaroos have how many vaginas? <laughs> uh, One, three, or two? Why would you need three vaginas? I mean, are we talking about the vagina and then the pouch as one? I guess two. They have three, mate. They have three vaginas. Why would you need three vaginas? They have two ovaries and three vaginas. <laughs> Fucking hell. And they all get used Mental. to oh, Apparently, a lot of male kangaroos have two penises as well, so they can choose which. Fucking hell. So it's more of a chance. <laughs> there you go, then. Two... Mental, isn't it? Fucking hell. That's one way to evolve. Yeah. Well, we've got two questions left. So far, you've got them all right, mate. Well, I missed two out, but... All right. That's true, you did, fuck. Anyway, I'm a good quiz master, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> right so ants yeah do not have which body part lungs kidneys a nose uh an ant go n- 10 seconds I'll, I'll say I'll probably say nose they don't have lungs mate they don't have lungs apparently they breathe through their skin Jesus there you go learn something new every day and our last question of this fantastic quiz is how many bones does the average human adult have it's something like A 200 350 like, B 277 or C 206 they're 206 <laughs> I think it's 277 2006 we have 206 the average adult with 206 bones apparently you start off with 270 at birth and then apparently they fuse together and you end up with 206 on average well yeah the skull doesn't become one skull until like past like the age of three or something it's like four pieces yeah. isn't it we'll just count this up that's why they bounce what <laughs> five out of eight mate that's not bad it's over half then, uh, you can have a pass. You can get a pass. Yeah, not a distinction or a merit, but I'll take the pass. <laughs> Story of our life, isn't it? Very thrilling. It's thrilling. Exactly. I aim to please. I aim to please. Speaking of long living tortoises, David Attenborough is still going, isn't he? How was he? 95? 190 something? Yeah, no, he's. Uh... <laughs> I mean, when I was born, he was old then. He was like 65 or something. I've got I've got a book about him that I took out from the library. Well, <coughs> failed to return to the library. And um, he was old then. Like I said, when I was born, he was like in his 60s, 65. He was retirement age. And now, like, he's still doing his stuff, isn't he? Bloody British legend. Yeah, he's good. He is good. He's, he's one of your heroes, isn't he? Yeah, well, to honest, I'd like to meet the guy. And just be like, um, we're here in the Amazon, in the wild savannah. <laughs> I love it, honestly. I love his yeah. voice. Like when they do nature programs, if it ain't got David Attenborough in it, I leave. I'm out the door. The only other he bloke is the, he is the OG, isn't he? The, the only other bloke I think would be good is that he's quite a muscly bloke, and he um, he's done a few nature programs before. He's Steve. I want to say Steve Irwin, but it's not. His, I don't think his name is Steve Irwin. I don't know his name. He's he's the Australian boat that died with a stingray. Oh yeah, it's not him. Crikey! Look, I can get my head in that alligator. Yeah, watch out for that stingray. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nice gentle stingray. Watch out for that tail. <laughs> I've fed a stingray before. No, there you go. I think everyone thought that was a piss take because like it was like great white shark, <laughs> crocodile, stingray. When when was that actually? Well, his son started doing. I think it was like fifteen years ago. 
And the stingray's still on the loose. Look out. No, I got a clue. What would you be eaten by then? If I, right, I tell you what, right. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a few things, right. What would you rather be killed by, right? A gorilla, a bear. We'll make it, we'll make it a grizzly bear, or a grey white shark. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell, I'll tell I what, imagine I'll tell all three would be absolutely barbaric. I'll, I'll tell you, all right, we'll change the question. Who do you reckon you'd have the most chance against surviving? The bear surviving. The nine foot tall bear. 500 pound bear the greatest killer in all the seas or the fucking giant ape of legend king of the jungle the, the true that king can, of the jungle because people go on as if it's a lion it ain't it's a gorilla let's be honest I mean gorillas I've, I've, I've seen what gorillas can do mate they can fucking rip your limbs off They're in insane. two seconds and just like, that's what I'm saying like the way you described that to me literally up when you read out each one the first one I had an image of a bear pulling me to pieces <laughs> then I had an image of a gorilla ripping my arms off <laughs> And the last one was just like a chunk great white shark just swallowing me whole. Right. So I'll be... Where'd you, which one would I rather? I mean, let's take the shark off straight away because I'm not going to outswim a fucking shark. So I'm dead. <laughs> the shark's... I'm dead. The shark has just obliterated me. There's no way I'm escaping the shark. <laughs> I feel like if it's between... So it was between the gorilla and the bear. Grizzly bear, yeah. Nine, f- nine foot, five so pound bear. <laughs> As strong as bears are, and they got the claws to go with it, I just feel like a gorilla has got a bit of reflexes and speed and strength. So I think the gorilla would... I think it would be easier to dodge a bear than it would a gorilla. So how would you escape the like, bear? Don't get me wrong. Would you go in the, in the, in the water? Pretty keep in a bollocks and run off. Because <laughs> you can't climb trees. Because they can climb trees, they can dive and swim underwater. Right? Yeah. And they're fucking quick. I just think the gorilla's. I think the gorilla's going to be faster and more agile. More than a bear. Yeah, I think I think the bear would be easier to evade. Like, don't get me wrong, it's still going to be impossible, but I think it's going to be a fraction easier to avoid the bear than it is a gorilla. A gorilla would be dangerous as fuck, right? That's what I mean. They would just rip your arms off. Do you know, I always I always imagine because there's always people who do the firsts of everything, like our oh, first person to do whatever. I always imagine the face of the person who was walking through the Congo in the mountains and they see a male silverback gorilla come through the bushes and look at them. I would be... It would be like something out of a horror movie. It would be like... Fuck! Like, like, you can't imagine the, the, like, the look of that person's face when they see a giant beast like, on all fours like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What the hell? You imagine him, it's like, I mean, like you said, he, he could rip your arm off in two seconds. It's fucking, they're massive. There was two of them at Warsaw Zoo when I went there. Oh, fucking hell, scary things, man. They're throwing around logs like we throw around teaspoons. It's like... All right, so you think you'd, take, you'd survive the bear? Fair enough. Okay, right, I've got, I've got a crazy... I've got a crazy would you rather then for you. All right. All right. <laughs> so would you rather shit yourself in public once a year for the rest of your life or every single day in the privacy of your own home? Oh, I'd shit myself in public. <laughs> once a year? Yeah, easily. Really? Yeah, I mean... I'd rather do it at home, mate. What, ev- Jesus. what you'd rather shit yourself every day? Yeah, just to make it part of my morning routine, you know. <laughs> no, I just I wouldn't do that. I'd just I've had the uh, I'd rather have like three hundred sixty-four days of just enjoying my life and then being like, right, okay, today's the day. Shit myself in public, just change my pants. You know, <laughs> I'd shit myself outside a public toilet and be like, fucking hell, here it happens again. <laughs> here it happens again. Here we go. God. I mean, when you say you shit yourself, can it be inside you like? It's not you're not squatting in the middle of the town square and just doing shit like, like a dog. <laughs> no. no, you're just walking and it runs out of the bag. Yeah, there you go. Then I'll do that. Jesus, that happened to me in Spain. Jesus Christ! When I was younger, we had to walk fucking miles <laughs> for a toilet, and it ended up coming out of my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like Sorry, twelve. Everyone for listening, listening. Yeah, I was taking a bit of a turn for a shit, and it just slipped out of the back leg. 
Jesus Christ, can't believe it. It's like a little turtlehead. When people say turtlehead, it usually doesn't get carved, does it? This one did. It dropped out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, let's 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 pick a lighter subject. All right. If you could pick any, any superpower, what would you pick? Superpower. Do you know what? I think I'd. Uh, I'd uh, this is a tough one. Yeah, isn't it? You only get one. You only get one. And can you turn it off and on? Um, it depends what it is, doesn't it? I guess. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. Just pretend you're Superman. So it's always there, but you don't. It's not all active all the time. That's a really hard question. Uh, so it, it I. <clears throat> it wouldn't be teleporting or anything like that because, as fun as that sounds. It would get very boring, and you need exercise, so that's out the window. Okay. Flying. Flying sounds good. Who the hell doesn't want to fly and stuff? And it looks really cool. But then, again, it's fucking cold up there, and you're more than likely, <laughs> and you're more than likely to get shot down anyway by something, by some knobhead, um, or a drone. Just fly into a drone. Yeah, or you'd be like, um, that's the thing as well, like. Uh, it's great getting places and flying and stuff, but and it'd be amazing, you know, flying. I think I don't know, invisibility is pretty cool, isn't it? If you could turn it off and on. I mean, it's good for you because you're a pervert as well, so you could see people and they never know. Well, you'd be like, um, you could quite easily. I mean, you could do a lot of horrible shit to people being being invisible. <laughs> I mean, you'd you'd be, in fact, yeah, it'd be invisibility. I'd do, I'd be invisibility. And I'll say that because I'm literally thinking of, um, I'm thinking of like, it sounds stupid. Like, if I was invisible, you could quite easily get away with nicking stuff, <laughs> and <laughs> and you'd, you'd become rich very quickly. I mean. Imagine going invisible in a museum. Oh, that fucking... The crowd... And just just see some giant T-Rex floating <laughs> the door. The crowd jewels are gone. Where the fuck happened? <laughs> and then there's some blokes selling them on the market for millions. You'd be set for life. And that's it. You can... Um, if I was invisible as well, I'd, I'd, I'd mess with people really badly. <laughs> I would I would not get bored of it, you know. Being invi- I mean, you'd have to remind yourself that you are invisible when you're walking in front of traffic lights and stuff. <laughs> talking about invisibility, that just reminds me of that episode of South Park where Cartman thinks he's invisible. <laughs> yeah, everyone ignores the him. stage. That's so funny. That's so funny. I think the funniest thing you could do invisible is just like randomly. Like, obviously, I'm not a horrible person, right? But just watching yeah, someone's not. reaction of getting punched in the face whilst having a conversation <laughs> with someone randomly in the square or something. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> or trip- Imagine how much fun you'd get being invisible and just sticking your leg out, tr- watching people trip <laughs> over. <laughs> how funny so would that your be? Your superpowers you're using to cause chaos in the town centre. I mean, how funny would that be? Or like... It would be um, funny. Every time they put like a coin in the slot machine, you're just grabbing it before it puts it in. <laughs> like, I'd get so much. I'd I'd be the thing is like they'd know something was up because they just hear non-stop laughing from some invisible threat. <laughs> I mean, how funny would that be? I mean, you go to an all all you can eat restaurant, just nicking someone's plate, and they're like, "Where the fuck food?" Got? Like, I'd love it. I'd I'd abs- I'd that would be never ending. Every, every time they bring a fork to their mouth, I just slap the fork out their hand. <laughs> That'd be that'd be Jesus. fucking hilarious. Like I'd never get bored of that. I'd never ever get bored of that. You you, you imagine going to, going to your office and all you're doing is fucking around on their keyboard by pressing buttons down, and they're not they don't even have a clue what's going on. And I'd love it. Like I get I'd really not get bored of that ever. Like bloody hell. Obviously you get rich first, but then then you ruin people's lives. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be uh. Is it invisibility? Invisibility, yeah. Purely because I, I know how much fun I'd have with invis- invisibility, you know. What would yours be then? I think for me, yeah, for me it'd probably be immortality. Insanity. <laughs> immortality. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Insanity. See, I've, you'd yeah. like to live forever. 
Yeah, I really think I would. Because you could achieve all those other things. You, you like a lot of those things you talked about, like becoming rich, etc. If you had all the time in the world, I'd like to think you'd be able to achieve that. And, Unless you're Aaron, I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm <really> joking. <laughs> but no, yeah, I just think, yeah, life feels short enough as it is. So if I can make it, it last forever. I mean, that the whole concept of seeing everyone you love die is a bit dark. You get over it, wouldn't you? <laughs> you, you, no, you'd be the last one to uh, have a Charizard. It would be, mate. It would be. be the last one to have my Charizard. I'll be nicking all mine. Invisible. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd have the world's biggest collection. Tom, where'd you get these from? Oh, I don't know. I just found them. Those PSA grade tents. Immortality is really, really appealing. Really, really appealing. But I feel like... Would you really care what happened to you? What do you mean? I mean, never dying means you have nothing to live for. You could live for the present. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's a, it's a lot to think about. It's, it's I enough. mean, I, I think that's really it is appealing. And like, if I could say that I lived through the ancient Greeks and the Romans and in through the industrial age to now what a fucking life that is I'd love to go back and see that I mean you'd be in the army in two seconds mate you'd be fucking immortal be like <laughs> no, a tank would hit you yeah you'd be the dream soldier wouldn't you you could just bloody charge a, a tank shell would hit you and nothing would happen it's like Jesus but <laughs> but um yeah it must be hard so what you'd even I mean the world would end though eventually You'd be floating around in space. I suppose you'd fly and find another planet, though, wouldn't you? This is it, mate. You're just going to sit on Mars and set up shop. <laughs> what, your Pokemon cards? <laughs> no, I mean, that's, so, that's, a weird, that's a good one. So, are you going to send your cards off then to get graded? Yeah. Well, only those six. Um, yeah, I have, I have this image of the bloke who's like this midway point bloke you talked about like him oh, and he definitely wanted to be oh okay oh sorry they didn't make the grade is it and I'm like hold on my Charizard was, my Charizard wasn't ripped this bad he, he get one back so it's ripped it off no it got to us like that yeah it's just like oh I mean it sounds sad but these things it's, it's childhood stuff in it so like it means a lot to me to keep them and I don't know whether them being graded would actually mean anything to me. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to debate with myself whether well, what's important. Is it important that I know how cool they are, or is it matter, like or like what they mean to me? Like I'm the only one who, in in my head, who's like, okay, these cards are fucking cool. Like, do I keep them like that, or do I just say, actually, let's go a bit further and see if they're worth any money? Am I going to sell them? I don't know. Never thought about it really. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's only so. It's only gonna add value. It's never gonna bring the value down. I mean, even like a talking with Charizard, even like a really, really low grade Charizard, it's still gonna be worth more than, than an ungraded Charizard. Because at least, so the main people, the main reason people get things graded is because they're, they're kind of preserved, so it hold. It's gonna hold that grade forever, basically, until it gets removed out of the case. So there's the main reason, and the second reason, obviously, some some people do it for money. Because there's some cards, like say your shining Gyarados, we were talking about the other day. On its own, that card's worth a hundred quid. Graded, you know, could be worth a thousand. I mean, it's, chances are it's not a mint ten, but if it, I mean, if it was by some miracle, you know, that could be worth over a grand. Then it's like you've added money to it because it's been graded. Yeah, but it depends. It depends what you're doing it for, mate. Like you've said, I mean, I'm not really planning to get rid of any of my cards. It'd be interesting to know if I could do if I could do my cards. I'd be like, bloody hell, that'd be great. I think no, I think I will. Yeah. The more I think about it, I think I will do these ones. I, I mean, they look really nice on display as well. And the thing is, like, like I said, the good thing about this Ludkins <clears throat> company is they offer like they offer you like an estimation. So so before they send it off to America. You still have a chance to say, actually, if it's only going to be a five, don't worry about it. Is that where it goes? America? I think the PSA are based in America, yeah. I think they have to do it by C mail at the minute as well. 
I think it's about Fucking a two-month process because of what's going on at the minute. It says here, um, zero chance of mixing up cards. In the event of receiving the exact same card from multiple users, we split the orders into submissions of around 100 to 200 cards. This means that we have PSA grade and ship separately, so there is no possible way of mixing up cards. We are the only service with enough volume to ensure that this is how orders are, are processed. So how much is it then? Are we doing it? I'm definitely up for it, yeah. I think I, I might do about... I might do about 10. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do I think you... I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, because obviously I'm moving soon and you're sticking put where you are, we'll do it to your address. Can do, mate. It's, yeah, and, um, it doesn't bother me. And what we'll do, we'll do a me. bit of an unboxing, if you want. When when we get the box back, we can do like a video on it. Like the grand oh, that'd unveiling. Be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. We'll have to try and find out whose Charizard was whose. There must be a way we can mark. I mean, I think yours is better conditioned than mine anyway. Are you doing your can put. Yeah, I think I will. I reckon mine's about a six or a seven. Okay. I'm definitely going to do that. Like we were saying, I mean, the, the thing is, the Charizard and the grand schemes, that's not even worth a lot of money. Like It's worth maybe 70 quid, 80 quid at the minute, if you've graded maybe a couple hundred. But I think it's just the sentimental thing. Yeah, I mean... Um... It'd be good to get them officially done. Oh no, of course, of course. But as, like you said, I think I'm only, I'm only going to do that for myself, just because I think they'll look really cool on display and so just kind of preserve. I've always wanted kind of preserve like the an cards. actual frame, like an actual display for all these cards. Because at the moment I've got this book, but I don't know. Like I don't know what's best, really. Yeah. Did you keep any of your Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I have. Um, but I'll tell you what, mate, they're not... I mean, they're, they're nowhere near as the condition as my other ones, my Pokemon cards. Like, um, Yu-Gi-Oh was a game I actually played with, like, cards-wise. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Pokemon, I didn't actually understand anything about the game at all. Like, um, I knew, obviously, about the Xbox... Um, the Xbox, the Game Boy games and stuff, and um, whereas the cards were different, like, it was different. The cards were collectible in Pokemon, whereas the cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! were playable, I found. So I, pl- I played all the trap cards, magic cards all the time, like, using the deck all the time. So all the shinies I've got are, are battered. Um, but I've got I've got some. I've got, like, Black Luster Soldier, and I've got... My brother's got the original Blue Eyes, White Dragons, and Dark Magicians and stuff, but I haven't got that many good ones. The only one I've got it's from a later series and it's I mean different stuff I mean I wish I had all the cliche ones like red eyes and stuff because that'd be cool but I haven't got any of that but um, again there was there's some that, Yu-Gi-Oh was cool wasn't it back in the day yeah it was and that, that's what I was going to say like card games when we grew up like yeah, that was a big thing like I don't think cards are a thing now for kids like, I don't know if cards, people buy cards or what, but I know for a fact that, so that we, we buy cards. Cards, Digimon and all that was like when we were younger as well. Yeah, I love that shit. There's nothing original like that. It's all just continuations of the older stuff. I mean, the cards I've seen recently that are quite new. They do cards for the Premier League. It's like, a, it's like a Premier League training game. Yeah. And I looked into it, and they're not really worth much. I don't really think it's that popular, to be honest. But I miss those days, like... They were good days, weren't they? There were, there were so many good shows and good uh, like good games and series. Like, off the top of my head, we had like, Crazy Bones. I think if you grew up in the 90s, we, we were lucky. Pogs. Mate, 100%. 100%. I, mean, I suppose every generation probably thinks that, but I do genuinely think we were lucky. Just because of the, the variety. You think of the shit I mean, I, that came out as well. I love Yu-Gi-Oh!, I think Yu-Gi-Oh was quality, and the game was. I think the game was much better than than, than the Pokemon game, like the card game. Yeah, it was. I played Pokemon a bit, like the card game, but Yu-Gi-Oh was a bit more detailed, and it was quite a good structure. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when me and you played Yu-Gi-Oh in, in the science room? You mean when I was meant to be doing my DT graphics A level? Yeah, and we got that empty science room, and Mister Cummins opened the door and was like, "What's going on in here?" No, 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 no. <laughs> There's us here. I want 3,000 life points. 
at least that game was understandable. I still feel like the Pokemon game. I didn't understand it. Like even now, with the with the, with the blue stones, I still don't understand that game. I don't think I don't think any kid understood it. Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh, everyone understood it because the TV show is better understood. So Pokemon now, I don't think they use the stones anymore. Now it's literally a case of each card has got the energy symbols. So you you take it in turns. You can lay as many Pokemon as you want. But you can only lay one energy card each turn. Right. That's it. And then you once you've got your energy cards laid down, you attack. And I think it's you've got eight cards in like your trophy area. And every time you kill an enemy Pokemon, you get to choose one of your cards and add it back into your deck. And once you've done so, six. That's it. And once you've done that six times, you win. Once you've got all six of your cards back. That's how it's played now. And I know that because I'm a massive nerd, as you know. And <laughs> I was thinking he knows this game back to front. I got I got some booster packs recently. I got some booster packs, yeah! And uh, inside the packs now, you get an online code for, for an online version of your booster pack as well. So I downloaded the trading card game. Jesus <laughs> Christ, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I thought myself how to play it again. Fuck it now, Sam. Mate, we're both here. We love it. We love it. <laughs> I wonder if we'll have an episode where we don't talk about Pokemon. It's mental. Oh, yeah. God. I think the right mixed bunch this one. Animals, fly tipping, and Pokemon. Thanks for listening for this. Uh, I fucked up already, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this SNT episode. Follow us on Spotify and Instagram. And uh, we're now on YouTube as well, so make sure to check that out. Delightful. Uh. <laughs> uh. So, mate, shall I pass you the razor blade so you can cut your wrists? Or? Do you want to do it yourself? God, you do one, you do one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our show. <laughs> oh, God, you do one, you do one. All right. So that was a random episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us. And we'll see you next time. Nah, it wasn't enough there, really. Do you want to expand on that? <laughs> there we go. Extra episode for you there. Thanks for listening. We will uh, see you. <laughs> oh, <up>. my God. <laughs> and, uh, we, uh, we're doing a... That's what it's <laughs> We're having a stroke, mate. Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to this random SNT episode. Follow us on Spotify and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we'll see you next week. See you then. Follow us on Spotify, you can. Jesus Instagram. Christ. TikTok. Thanks for listening to our episode. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> I'll say.